welcome to a lively old man. Glad you're with me. I am Eric and uh, got a few things I'd like to talk about. So for those of you that don't already know who I am, I am a white 56 year old male. I look a lot like the stereotypical conservative white male in America. I even drive a four by four Dodge Ram pickup. Although I'm not so insecure that I jack it up at least six inches. Anyway, what I look like and what I think don't really jibe at all. People look at me, you know, I'm a stereotypical looking conservative white male. Where I'm going with this right now anyway, is that the white population in the news a lot right now have been embarrassing, especially those from the Southern US states. I mean, really people. Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene are the newest GOP versions of Sarah Palin and Michelle Bachman. Sarah Palin's gone kind of to the wayside some, but Michelle's still in the news often enough. Dumb and Dumber has gotten younger. We still have Dumb and Dumber. It's so sad and bad to, that people listen to people like this. I mean, seriously. The women who are really making a difference for the people of our country are named Nina Turner, Stacey Abrams, Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, Cori Bush, and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. They're the women who are women who are working for Americans, all of us average Joes, so to speak. It's the non-white women who are stepping up for Americans. They all have a backbone, intelligence, and empathy for other human beings. And I like to capitalize the intelligence part from the women I said before that are on the GOP side. I'm looking forward to the leadership they're bringing and the inspiration they're giving to others from our progressive community. Bernie knew what he was doing all along. Winning the presidency would have been great. I was all for it. I've been a Bernie fan for 20 years plus now. But there's way more to it than that. Let's have a society where all of us matter, not just the 50-plus-something white male in his small circle. The beginning is not coming. It is here. All right. The little, I wouldn't call that a rant, but the little thing I wanted to get off my chest anyway. So, man, I have really, really been missing going to a concert. It has been over a year. And for me, that's a long time. So, uh, but even like a brew festival or any type of festival, Scandinavian festival, you know, I don't care. The Oregon country fair. Oh my God. I'd love to go to Saturday at the Oregon country fair, even Sunday or even Friday. I don't care. I like to go to the country fair. I need to be around a big group of like-minded, open-minded individuals just it just is at some point i will talk about this but it's so comforting and makes you feel so good but on the subject of going and being around other people like me i want to do a little what it was like in my head anyway from what i remember which i'm going to talk about concerts off and on during these shows and um uh, there are spots that on um, things in my life that I don't really remember them correctly. That's the best way to put it or remember them at all. 
So I'll do the best I can. I've asked a couple of friends some questions or been told over the years what actually happened. So we'll see how this works. But um, this was my thought anyway of what I remember of my first Grateful Dead show. It was down in Autzen Stadium in Eugene, uh, I don't know, 35 plus or so years ago. I don't remember for sure. But the night before, it had rained during the whole show. We'd heard about it. People were there, told us all about the wet and the cold. We had heard of the first set list and the theme of the whole Friday show had been about rain and cold. We traveled south for the Saturday show that morning. I was with Todd, John and Risa, and others of our group. The drive down was wet and miserable that morning, but we were determined to make the best of it anyway. We had our usual stuff with us. Um, we had beer, booze, bud. If I remember correctly, we parked uh, somewhere from a half mile to a mile away from uh, the stadium, probably because it was free. And we stood there and had a few drinks, passed around a bowl, had a few smokes before we walked to the stadium in the rain. The rain had let up a little bit, but it was still coming down pretty damn good. Although Friday night, it was just pouring. Since it was my first show, though, I took in all the activities I could. And believe me, when you're at a Grateful Dead show, really back then, but even now with Dead & Company, there's a lot going on outside the stadium and alongside the road walking up to the stadium and in the parking lot and whatnot. So it's like a small city going on. There are all kinds of booths and things set up. People are selling and trading all kinds of stuff. Food, drinks, trinkets, shirts, pipes and bongs, um, artwork, and of course, drugs. There were people walking around looking for a miracle, which meant that they didn't have a ticket and probably no money either to buy one. But maybe they could work something out with you if you had an extra ticket for them. During all this, John found us some mushrooms that came in capsule form, which all of us except for Risa wanted to take before the show. So we spent a few hours just walking around, checking all the stuff out, bought a few souvenirs, drank more booze, toked a few more bowls, met people, met all kinds of people from places all over the world. When you go to dead shows or a lot of bands that are really, really popular, people from all over the world will come to see them. Talk to a few people, you'll find that out. They weren't just from the Northwest or even not just from the States. There were a couple girls we met from Germany. Uh, Todd had met him, brought him over, talked to me for a while, uh, shared a bowl. Interesting, you know, listening to them. Uh, I remember meeting several people from the East Coast, as well as some from England. Um, very diverse group of people that are there to see the dead. Um, when you go see the dead, you have people that are uh, lawyers, accountants, teachers, principals, everybody you can think of, engineers. So... For many of them, it was the 20th, 30th, or even the 100th show. Since it was my first, I was impressed by that, to say the least. There were also what's called deadheads. So uh, for your average Joe, uh, when they think of a deadhead, uh, my understanding is anyway, they think of it as a person who listens to the Grateful Dead and maybe saw him live or something like that. To a person like that, 
who is me actually, not a deadhead, but that's what people think. Deadheads really are people that follow the dead all over the place. They would go from show to show to show, doing whatever they could to get the money needed to travel from one place to the next, to keep experiencing the whole Grateful Dead concert scene, like a traveling camping caravan, following the dead wherever they went, not always able to get a ticket to get inside, but always at least getting the outside experience. It was kind of funny to watch people as they wandered and meandered to the gate to get in. The people taking tickets once in a while would search someone or their purse or their backpack, but mostly they just take your ticket and moved you into the show. You get inside the stadium and we weren't the first ones in. So the floor was starting to be covered by people. And um, it happens at a lot of shows actually, because it's a general admission. People, they put blankets, maybe short chairs, that type of stuff in. There's no reserved seating. So people could stake out their territory in the stadium floor for the rest of the day, because it was not just the dead, there was the opening band. So we found an area in the seats we liked. We covered it with a couple blankets so we could walk around, kind of like reserving your spot. Um, Todd said that we needed to go for a walk after we got kind of settled. We went down to the floor of the stadium, just walked around, and again, took in all the atmosphere that was around us. It always smelled like pot all over the place. You saw people sitting around sharing what they had with others, pretty much no matter what it was. Scored, we scored some good weed during then, by the way, and uh, it was much better quality than the stuff we had brought with us. We didn't have a lot of money and didn't know a lot of people, so you took what you got. The opening band had begun. That was when we all dropped the shrooms. We figured the band was going to be maybe an hour. We'd have an hour between the band and the dead, so two hours later, we should be feeling good. Took the shrooms that John found for us. Went back to our seats and settled in. Again, it was raining off and on during the day, but we just made the best of it. The show was a September one. I don't remember if it was Labor Day or what it was. But so even though it was raining, it wasn't really that cold at the moment, at least not for Oregonians. I don't really remember even who the opening act was. I'm sure if I asked my friend Reese's or John or other people that would know, I don't remember. I paid more attention that was all going on around us. It was sold out and people were still filling it, filling in when the first band had finished their set. So there was about an hour between the dead taking the stage and the rain picked up. Of course, by then our shrooms had started to kick in and we were all feeling pretty good. During the hour between we broke into the newly found smoke. It enhanced the shrooms tremendously. Todd and I got up and roamed the stadium, looking at people, checking out everything that was going on. Just people watching at places like that is tremendous. People all around us were having fun. Uh, some of them tripping, some of them smoking, some of them sober. Um, but you just saw a consistent rise of smoke rising up from the stadium floor. During the time, just before the dead took the stage, the misting of rain had stopped. We started heading back to where we knew John and Risa should be when the band's techs were on the stage testing equipment. You could definitely feel the change in the atmosphere around us as is about time for the show to start. 
People were getting back to their spots and an anxious, anxiousness filled the air around us. There was a roar of sorts when the band took the stage and they did a little minor messing around before starting the first set. They do that between a certain amount of time. They'll mess around on stage, tune things up for their next song. But what was so amazing about the very first song and has stuck with me ever since I've told a lot of people about it was the way they opened up with the song called here comes sunshine. I don't know, maybe a minute or so into the song, it actually started to break up, up upstairs, up above us. The clouds started uh, kind of breaking apart and moving on. The rain had stopped. It was amazing. Starting off with a song called Here Comes Sunshine. And then the sunshine says, all right, here I come. It was hard to explain that as just a mere coincidence. Here, after having the Friday show in the pouring rain, and much of the Saturday up to that point was rainy as well, the clouds and wet weather just upped and moved on as if the dead were able to actually make it happen. The rest of the day was sunny, some partly cloudy skies, and we, as a whole at the show, shook off the wet and gloomy and danced the day away. When the band kicked it into high gear, the stadium floor seemed to move as one. Add in the shroom effect, which is for many hours, and it had 100% sold me on Grateful Dead Live, and the whole atmosphere and vibe was feeling that I remember vividly to this day, 35 plus years ago. I have seen many versions of the Grateful Dead since Jerry died in 95. A lot of very good dead music is still being played to this day. I've seen over 40 shows now. Nothing like the people that have seen hundreds. But to me, that's quite a bit. Uh, it has been imprinted on my brain ever since. Ever since, obviously, because I'm talking about it again. Um, and I've seen, I don't know exactly for sure, because I oftentimes don't remember for reasons I cause myself usually. But uh, I've seen over 100 bands anyway. How many over 100? I'm not exactly sure. It's got to be like 120 plus, put it that way. Or no, excuse me, 120 shows. That's what it is I'm thinking about. Somewhere around 120 shows. I've seen over 200 bands, though, because many of those shows are multiple bands, festivals and whatnot. So a lot of different types of music, a lot of different atmospheres. And I tell you, there is nothing, nothing, nothing I've ever experienced even close to the Grateful Dead Live. Hopefully you enjoyed that, and I've got more kind of like that. Uh, but I started off with number one for me anyway, The Dead. Thank you for listening. Peace. Yeah.